Good morning, Rabbi Sai. How's everybody doing? Good morning. Rabbi Gary, is that you? Shkoyach, Rabbi Shua. Not necessary for now. Rabbi Shkoyach, just yeah, leave it over there. How's everybody doing? Today's shir is being sponsored by Tzvi and Hannah Fine. I don't know if you remember, just a few days ago, I read an email from Tzvi. He's our record holder, for now, in terms of the email. He uh, started the daf when he was 75 years old. Sponsored Le'ilu Nishmas, his mother, Gittel Bat Esther Rochel and Zev. Gittel Bat Esther Rochel and Zev. So, what I'm saying is, your mother's neshama has a tremendous aliyah. Your mother's neshama knows that you started the daf and that you're learning the daf and you're there every single day. 75 years, it's never too late, Rabbi Say, never too late. And sponsored by Shloimi Rosenberg, Lili Nishmas, Mars Chava Bas, Rabbi Yaakov Alevi, Olea Shalek. Oh, we got Rabbi Yeshua here in the house. He could do the hanging up honors. Now, I just want to read real quickly because this is Tzvi. And he's such a great guy, and he gave me a lot of chizik the other day. I'm going to read this. Gittel Kohn was born in Poland when World War II broke out. She, together with her mother and sister, survived because they made their way to Siberia. After the war, they went to a DP camp in Germany. That's where my shver was born, actually. There she met Chaim Kohn. They married, and he went off to Argentina. Older brother was already there from before the war. They had two children. Mm, duh learned language, made life for themselves. After 15 years, they moved to the U.S. Once again, starting over. Again, working together, learning yet another language, making sure to keep Jewish traditions, and always having Israel on their mind. She was very proud of her grandchildren when they made Aliyah. Always wanted, and Zev finally, Tzvi finally made Aliyah just a number of years ago. Always wanted to know how they were doing. She has a daughter, four grandchildren, and 13 great-grandchildren living in Israel. If I'm not mistaken, Tzvi only made Aliyah after she was Nifter. I think he was a great uh, son that wouldn't move until after she was Nifter. All right, so her neshama should have an Aliyah. Rabbi said, just one email. We have a lot to learn today. This is an email to get us thinking. And this comes from Naftali Rishol. When I heard Ellie talk about increasing the Zoom listeners by two times or more, I thought of an idea. Now this idea is a little rough around the edges, but the point is for people to think. Just like we had Avrumi Leibovitz who came up with a great idea for the Sium, and we're going to implement it, Bezer Hashem. So maybe somebody out there could enhance this idea, make it better, come up with a new chap. So how do you hook someone? Well, no, sorry, where is he? Many people, if they tried the shear, would get hooked. So how do you hook someone? Perhaps a daf, ma- da- daf match. If someone pledges to come to the shear five days, we'll get someone else to chazer the daf, lilinishmas, any person they want. For the chazara, perhaps we can get members of the shear. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. Research says that once a person gets a streak going, they'll not stop. Once you get a streak going, they will not stop. I'm going to get this soon from David Hagal, my streak. I don't know what my streak is, but it's in the 200 range. Two, almost pushing 250. 
Alright, research says, research says that once a person gets a streak going, they will not stop, especially since the sheer is so addictive. T- tell me about it. I'm addictive. Oh, Reb Naftali, I see you, Mamish, top, top guy right there. So yeah, so Rabbi Isai, listen, I appreciate all the coffee and I appreciate the cash I've been, I've been receiving lately, day after day, people sending envelopes. It's geschmack. trust me, all these, a guy sent me a fan, a cooling fan, where is it? Somewhere around there. Oh, I know where it is. I gotta show you this fan. Mm. I'm already here. I forgot who it is. Because I was complaining about uh, the air conditioning, MDY, so he got me this high tech device. It's Bluetooth with a whole. Anyway. T shirts from Chutz Laretz, from our good friend Rabbi Liebtag. Fine. But. The biggest gift you could really give me, if you want to give me a gift, and you want to pay back MDY, is get one more person to join the DAF. Two more people will be even double the gift. What a gift. You will be Zaycha, you'll increase Talmud Torah in the world. Everybody gains from it. Especially a guy that, that's not into the DAF, doesn't know about the DAF. Tell him about it. It doesn't even have to be my share, anybody's share. Get somebody to join the DAF. But Rabbi said, try to come up with some sort of an idea, any idea, whether I'm, I will learn for somebody, somebody, an hour, bring somebody, I, I don't know what, maybe the one that has the most, uh, gets the most guides, will fly him in for a seum or something. I don't, come up with an idea. I know that one of your brains will come up with something, Yishmak. How do we increase the Zoom viewership? How do we increase Torah? We are holding Daf Kuf Chov Gimel Amit Beis. Today's Daf Kuf Chov Dalid. Uh, eight lines from the bottom. Eisvei Abayo. So, real quickly, as if these charts are going to help you chat what's going on here. We're talking about Kli Shemalachti Leisur. You have something like a hammer. This, this, this row right over here, you have Abaya and Rava. Uh, we finished the sugi yesterday saying that according to Abaya, there's two machlokes, but according to Abaya, a klish malach iser, a hammer, you could only use on Shabbos if you needed l'tzorich gufay, that means to do a malacha with the hammer that is mutter, to crack open a coconut, but not to move it if you need the place. Not l'tzorich mekoyimai. And Rava argues and says, Gufay and go together, and that's how we paskin, we're going to see later on in today's daf. A klisha malachta le'isr, a hammer, a drill, a cell phone, whatever, I don't know what a cell phone is, but let's say a cell phone is klisha malachta le'isr, you let it move it, even le'tzayrech mekoymai, certainly if you need to do a malacha with it, but if it's sitting on your table, on your chair, on your bed, you're allowed to move it because I need that space, mekoymai. Eis ve'abayo, medoycha. So we're going back to the mortar and pestle. Now, why do I say pestle? And yesterday I say pestle. Yesterday I said pestle because when I did some research, there was yeshoyim lekan, yeshoyim lekan. And we can make a whole thing. And I found websites that say pestle with a T, and the other guys say pestle. But since I got two, not one, two emails that say that it's pestle without a tough pestle, like pessy. So Mamela today, we're going to say pestle without a T. They're probably right. They probably did more research than I did. 
I even mentioned that there's a machloikis yesterday, but they, they pass in that's without a teeth. Okay. So the mortar and pestle, what is that? That's a kli... You only shem- got the emails because you mentioned there was a machloikis. Ah, I didn't mention, but you noticed that I mentioned there's a machloikis. But they came out, lemaskana, lemaskana has sugyo, even though there's a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a clip on YouTube with like famous actors saying pestle, but maybe they're making fun of them. I don't know. You know what? I didn't do enough research. I had a chashash that it's a silent. Okay. Baruch Hashem, you know, the volume was back. I, I couldn't hear anybody yesterday. Somehow it came back today, by itself, without Gary even doing anything. So, what's a mortar? Mortar and pestle is a klisha malach to because I crush things with it on Shabbos. You're not allowed to crush, right? The whole reason you're not allowed to do refu on Shabbos. Great. So, and by the way, we're going to be using this a number of times. We had it yesterday, we have it today, we're going to have it again later. You have this mortar. The only way I can, I can move this kli is if I have food in it. Like we said yesterday, a pot of soup is a kli shemalachti le'isr. Because most of the time you cook on it. But once in a while you have some food in it, so then I'm allowed to move it. So this is a problem according to Rava that says that kli shemalachti le'isr, even though it's designed to do illegal activity on Shabbos, you're allowed to move it. Now, what's, what's uh, Abayi going to say? Abayi's going to say, oh, he tried to move it, that's why it's Asr. But what's Rav going to say? This is always a heter. Oh, very easy, Teretz. You forgot there's another category called saving your item from damage. Loss prevention. Loss prevention is also according to Rav also. I can't move my hammer if it's stuck in, this, in, the, in the Israeli sun it's going to get down. I'm not going to bring it inside to save it. So that's what's going on here. That's why I can't move my meducha inside. Eisvei, v'shavin. And this also we're going to have again. This, the art scroll, for some reason, translates as a pestle. But it's an Eili. Call it whatever you want. It's some sort of kli that you crush things with and you're crushing your meat with it. This is, your, this is how you make a chopped meat. Now, Basil said you could do it on Yontif, but they admit, Basil admit you cannot carry it on. After you're done doing it, you can't carry it anymore. Why not? Ah, it's a cliche, but after this, but it should be mutter to carry. Let's say gufay, let's say mukaymai. Abai is going to answer that it's also let's say mukaymai, and that's what we're talking about. Hachanami mechamel itself. Rob is going to answer. He's not moving it because he wants to do a malacha that's motor. He's not moving because he wants to get it off his table. He's moving it because he wants to get it out of the sun. Aser. And this we mentioned yesterday. Right? So everything was motor. You're allowed to carry pens. You're allowed to carry... Imagine a life where you're allowed to move tools and everything around. Comes Nechemia ben Chachalio says, stop. But not just stop. Everything. Literally, almost everything we said yesterday, there's three kalim that you're allowed to move, and food, and the basics. So, Nechemia, he's the one that started the, this whole business with Mokta. And as we had yesterday, at different stages, and, and, and I, I readjusted this, I, on top over here, I did Hitiru Aleph, it's not Xero, it was actually more of a heter than a, Xero seems like, almost like, they made it also. Made it had to. Okay. 
They kept on, they took everything away from us and then slowly in stages gave us back stuff until what we have today, which is even mukta things, real mukta hammers, drills, we're allowed to move it, let's say, according to Rabbah. I saw on Shabbos people are, are pressing their, 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 their wine, their, their olives, and they're carrying, they're going, what do I do? I'm going to make everything mukta and say, stop, you have to think about it, you have to put your mask on, you have to be careful with what's going on, and once, once everybody realizes this corona, then slowly the social distancing, People are a lot more careful now. So I tell everybody, this, this mukta, you can't touch anything, and therefore, they're going to stop carrying things outside. They're gonna, if I can't even touch a pen, so certainly I can't start carrying a whole uh, arema, a whole pile of my, my wheat outside somewhere. Omer Rebbe Lazar. We have four Mishnayas, Braisa, that talk about four different things. Medoicha is the one that we just mentioned, a mortar and a pestle. All these, kulan koidem hataras kelim nishnu. These are pre Nechemia ben Chachalia. What's going on here? Kanim. So, if we're talking about the Shulchan right over here, I don't know if you could see, but in between the breads, and we learned this extensively, in between the breads is a rod. The, the type of rod, not the type of, by the way, Back in the day when we were learning Menachas, there was an amazing place, I forgot what it's called, but the guy has a bakery. I went with Levi Friedman, day number one. Levi Friedman, who's, who's the father of Yaakov Friedman, who comes to the night here. Anyway, Levi Friedman and I went to this place that the guy made Menachas, and he actually made this bread. You see how this bread is folded over, lechem aponem, and a mincha. It was amazing stuff. So in there, he also had a model shulchan, the size of the shulchan, with the rods, with everything. If you come to Eretz Yisrael or whatever, it's good to see how you make a mincha, the whole, all the ingredients, the whole thing. He says, the Gemara says, they had these rods in between, so the breads were resting on the rod. The rod looked like this, it was round, whatever it was, so that, as we'll see, that there shouldn't be any ovish, um, how do you say, it shouldn't uh, become moldy. Fine. Now these rods are obviously kli shemelachtam leheter. They're there for food. But it says, this nan, it says in the Mishnah, When do we change out the bread? We change out the bread on Shabbos. The bread lasts for seven days. Nice, it was fresh, it was hot. But these rods, you can't get the bread out without moving the rod. And the rod is a kli shemelachtam leheter. You have to do that before Shabbos. Take the rods out on Friday. When do you put the rods back in? Matzi Shabbos. Ah, it's a klisha malachta laheter. Klisha malachta heter. We're way past that. In the beginning, the, the first stages that they allowed, klisha malachta heter, the gufai. It's already over here that you're allowed to use. Uh, this is four stages later. So it must be when they said that you cannot move these rods that are klisha malachta heter, must be before Nechemi ben Chachali came along. Maklois. It's not. So, talking about the carbon Pesach, there was a, a nice picture of Yoni, I couldn't find it, some, maybe probably in Pesachim somewhere. You see what's going on here? So, the idea is that you have to remove the hide of the carbon Pesach. So what you do is you hang it on a hook, 
and you tear it off. Problem is, there's tens of thousands of Jews with the carbon Pesach. They're not enough hooks. So they had these little, these, um, these uh, pieces of wood. You put it from shoulder to shoulder, and you hang your animal on it, just like that. And then you rip off the, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a fun task. Says the Gemara, says, says in the Mishnah, You put it on the shoulders. Says But if it turns out, on, on, if Erev Pesach is Shabbos, Instead of using wood, use your hands. Go like this. Stand there. Put your thing. The animal hangs on your hand. And I don't know, I guess with the other hand, you start ripping off the hide. Okay, but these are whatever it is, you're allowed, you're allowed to do it. Says the Gemara, so it must be before Glustero. What's a glustero? This not. Neger sheesh beroish glustero. Over here, this is a bolt. And on top of it, it has a knob. And that's how they. Uh, they, they lock the door like that. Now, if it has a knob on top. Now, if you look at this, this basically is the pestle. You could go like this and crush, crush your food with it. it. It looks somewhat like this. You know what I'm saying? Like, like this guy. Okay, that's what Rashi says. You can use it for other stuff. Now I want to use it on another door on Shabbos. What do I do? I drag it. I don't lift it up. Because dragging is easier in terms of the Isser of Shabbos. It's called Tukhtul Minatzad. Okay, so I'm dragging it. I could, I could carry it, I could carry it nicely in the chatzar. Now, what's the chatzar? We're going to talk about it in a second, but if you talk, remember, you have a mavoy, this guy, the street running down the center, and you have the chatzeris right over here. Everybody's house opens up into a chatzar, into, into a, a little bit of a, a front yard, and the front yard opens up to a mavoy. So, now, even though this is a kli, I could, I could use it for my door, I open, close it, so why can't I carry it normally? So, this must be before Nechemim Medaycha. We said a medaycha is a mortar and a pestle, pestle, yeshem and pestle. This is a kli, nevertheless, I should be able to move it, l'tzorach gufa mikamer. All four of these could be after Nehemiah. Why can't I put it in the rods that are Klishu Malach Heter on Shabbos, on the Shulchan? I'm worried about mold. Says Rashi, I'm not soymich on a nace. Even though the whole Lechem upon was one big nace, it was hot for seven days straight, it was fresh. But if I could do something about it, and I could, I could assist here, so do something. Put the rods in. But, 
What's the problem? You're going to take it out Erev Shabbos, before Shabbos, and it's going to sit there for a few hours? No. I'm not worried it's going to get moldy over those few hours. What's the problem? That you have to wait until Matzah Shabbos to put the rods back in? Wait until Matzah Shabbos. You're not gaining much. Again, if you're not gaining, then there's no point to you, even an Eklishim Lach Heter, to be metal to it. Okay. Maklois, what about the carbon Pesach? Again, why move a stick on Shabbos when I could just use my hand and go like this with my friend and we hold up the animal with our hands? That wasn't good. I looked in, in the thing and this looked like, a, like a, some sort of motion I shouldn't be doing. Okay. So, we have, we have Maklois. Glustero, so what about this knob? What's the, why do they make a big deal about the knob? Don't carry, carry it. says the Gemara Kedur Rabbianai. So we have to know the halacha real quickly. I'm not permitted to take something from my house into the chatzar. Into, into these courtyards. I'm not allowed to. In the courtyard itself, I could go from one. I could go from my neighbor to the other neighbor, right? If you share courtyards, you know, I could go from one to the other, but I cannot go from my house to the courtyard to the chazer until I make an eruv. I'm a shot of all these courtyards, and my house becomes part of it, and then I could go into it. So there's no eruv. So now I have a problem. Can I go from my house into the courtyard, into the chazer? So if you look closely at this picture, you'll see there's a red dotted line. Where's this red dotted line? By, what is this steer called again? Rabbi Isai, somebody? This, uh, the threshold. Threshold. So it's in the threshold. What is the threshold exactly? Is it part of the house? But look, the door is on the other side of the threshold. The door is inside. My house begins from the door. But no, maybe there's brick here and there's a threshold, so maybe my, my house is a part of this. So that's where the machleik stands. If it's considered as part of my chatzar, so like we said before, you're allowed to be metaltal, you're allowed to carry from my chatzar to my neighbor's chatzar, all chatzeris are one. The issue is going past my door into my chatzar. Well, if the threshold is already outside, so I could pick up this bolt and walk around in my chatzar because it's already in the chatzar. Anything that's in the chatzar, I could carry no problem. The problem is getting it from my house into the chatzar. Well, it's already outside. So that's the machlaikas. Rabbi Shul says, no, that's already considered inside my house. Inside my house, you can't do that. Now I'm taking something from a bayis to a chatzar. No, it has halachas outside. It's already in the chatzar. I could go from chatzar to chatzar, no problem. Medoicha. And what about a medoicha? This mortar. Rib So Rib is the one we had yesterday. It's very stringent when it comes to muktzah. You could only move something for its exact designed purpose. A medoicha is there to crush. You're not crushing on Shabbos because that's also. What do you want to do with it? You want to flip it over, sit on it. No good, says Rabbi Nechemia. So now, why can't you move a Medoicha on Shabbos? If you know this answer, I give you 10,000 points. Four reasons why you cannot move a Medoicha on Shabbos. We just said one. Rabbi Nechemia says, 
It goes according to Rabbi Nechemia, that's why you can't move a Medoicha, because Rabbi Nechemia is very strict with Muktzah, that it has to be exactly for its purpose. But we have three other answers. You want to think about it? One of them is, because we're going in Mechamal itself. We're going from the sun to the shade. That's awesome. The other one is, that it goes according to Abaya. That we're going from, we're doing Mekoymai. Lutzorich Mekoymai. And that is Aser. And another pshat, and this is really worth 10,000 points. It's talking about before Nechemiah ben Chachalia came along. So Mela was Aser. It was before the stages of Heterim. It was in that, so when it says that a Medoicha is Aser, we have a price. It says Medoicha Aser We have four reasons why. Either because you were taking it from the sun to the shade, or you were moving it, L'tzorich Mekoymai, and Abayah holds L'tzorich Mekoymai is Aser, even, or it's before Nechemim ben Chachalia, or we hold our Grim Nechemia, who says you're never allowed to move anything only for its designated purpose. Says the Mishnah, I'm telling you, you should go over to your friend and say, I'll give you a thousand dollars if you know the answer. Nobody's going to know this. It's, it's one of those tough ones. Because they're going to forget about Nechemiah ben Chachalia. They're going to forget about one. One out of the four they're going to forget. Says the Mishnah. So this is very cryptic. All vessels we're going to see that the, the Gemara is going to tell us that we're talking about Klisha Malachli Laheter. All Kalim that are Malachli Laheter, Nitalim Litzorich Vishaloy Litzorich. Whether you need it for the design purpose, not design purpose, we're going to have to see the Gemara. What does this mean? What does it mean? L'tzorech is a category called something, a cup. I'm allowed to do this on Shabbos. And when can I use this? Unbelievable. Only, well not only, L'tzorech gufoy for its design purpose, and but the Mishnah says, I could use it also, what is So he's being really, really machmer kind of. He's saying, look, the only time I'm allowed to use these kalim is if it's a klishim like a cheer. I'm allowed to sit on a cheer. So if I need it to use it as a cheer, great. And if I need to move it because it's in my way, great. Meaning everything else, you can't move at all. However, if it's a cliche, so he's like a bayah. That what? When it comes to cliche, a hammer, I, could, I can move it, but only if I'm using, I'm using it for a good purpose, but not because I need its place. Then the end of the Mishnah comes, and he says, and he says, Wait a minute, stop. A klisha melachti laheter, like a spoon, even a klisha melachti laheter, even a spoon, a cup, a chair, I cannot move them just because I need their place, says Rabbi Nechemiah, according to Rabbi. And we're going to have a big kasha on this. What's the kasha? How every single Shabbos at the meal, when you're done eating your child, you pick up the plate and you bring it back to the kitchen sink. How could you do that? Yes, it's a cliche, but you, you're, not, you're not moving it for a purpose. You're moving it because you need the place. You want to clean up the table. That's the Gemara's question. 
according to this, I just, I'm pointing it out here because we're going to have to go back. So, I, so, so I'm saying it right here so we remember. Again, Rabbi Nechemi says, It's completely mutu to use this kli. I can only use it for its purpose, not not because I want the place. If I need the place, you're telling me that's not a purpose? If it's a like a like a plate, I can move it around. What does that mean? I'm allowed, I'm permitted, because the Mishnah says I'm allowed to do Lutzarich and Lutzarich. But what does Lutzarich mean? Lutzarich means the worst category, loss prevention, taking it out of the sun. Uh, somebody wants to steal it, I'm scared somebody's going to take it, rip it off at night, move it into the shed. Even that's motor because it's a klisha melachti lahater. But when it comes to klisha melachti lahater, l'tzorch gufo, l'tzorch mekomi in, l'tzel, loy. When it comes to a klisha melachti lahater, like a hammer. So again, ravaz l'shitasoy. Gufo and mekomi go together, as we said yesterday. So um, it's motor to move for a good reason. I need a crack open in a nut, I need its place. That we said yesterday. To, to, uh, loss prevention, awesome. Comes Rebbe Nechemi, you're running out of time here quickly because this massive daf. I'm trying. No, I'm, I'm moving quickly. Nothing to do with anything. And then he comes and says, listen, no, even the first category, the easy category, only if I have a good reason, even, Okay. So again, Rava holds that if it's a klishim lahater, a plate, I can move it out of the sun. And Reb Nechemi says, no, you cannot move it out of the sun, even if it's a klishim lahater. Yosef of Safar of Achab Aruna, Veravuna Barchanino, Viasvikamri. They all sat around. They asked, Lirabo, like we said, we mentioned the question before. Alibe the Reb Nechemi, according to Reb Nechemi, says that a klishim lahater is usher to move if I need the space. How do you move dirty dishes on Shabbos? Very simple. For another reason. As we had yesterday. A commode. A disgusting vessel that has feces in it. You're allowed to move it. It's, there's nothing more muktzah than that. The answer is because it's disgusting. And I want to get it out of here. Like we said the dead mouse, we had two days ago. The mouse died on top of the spices. You pick it up by the tail on Shabbos, and you, you move it. That's the reason. The same question, how do I move these dishes? Our friends already said, just like the grav shirei. So you tell me. According to you, Rava, you're allowed to move a klishu melachti le'isr, a hammer. Even if I need the space, let's say on the table, and we had this, so we could actually move quickly. A madaycha, a mortar and a pestle. Rava, why can't I move a mortar? It's a klishu melachti le'isr, and I need it for its space. It's taking up space here. As we said before. You don't need the space. You're trying to move it out of the sun. Loss prevention is also. That's what Rav is saying. Eisvei. 
The same case as we had before, an Eili, a pestle, that you chop meat with, you're not allowed to move it according to Beisilel. Ah, according to Rav, you say, I'm allowed to move it. No, you're not allowed to move it out of the sun. I have a wobbly pot, it's moving like this, so I take a piece of wood, like a, what do you call it? A, um, okay, carpenters know what I mean. Uh, it has an angle to it. Ashim. Ashim. You put it underneath, and now my pot doesn't move anymore. Okay. And this is on Yantif. I'm allowed to make it, I'm allowed to stand it up with a piece of wood. Vechem Bedelis. Oh, Delis, we know what a shim is and a door. You put a piece of wood so the door doesn't open up. So I'm allowed to make a fire on So this piece of wood is what? There's a heter here. There's a kasha on Ravam. Because it says, I cannot put this under my pot. I cannot keep the door open with it. Why not? It's a piece of wood. On Yantav, it's a klisha melech heter. Why can I use it for another, another melacha? Says the Gemara, my time, I'll keep it in the Shabbos, double shemelech to Nothing to do with Yantav. You're right. On Yantav is klisha melech heter. But since on Shabbos, I cannot make a fire on Shabbos. So it's a klisha melech to on Shabbos. I make a gzeri or Shabbos to Yantav. That's the reason. Gzeri Yantav otu Shabbos. At the end of the Gemara, we're going to see, this goes according to Bishamai, we don't pass it like this. V'chitema. Shabbos gufit ishtari. Wait a minute. Why is this also on Shabbos? Dodovish melech to l'isr tzorech gufoy l'tzorech mekam yishari. So yes, it's a klishim melech to l'isr. But I'm allowed to use a klishim melech to l'isr on Shabbos if I need it for another purpose. I'm allowed to use a hammer on Shabbos to break open a coconut. Why can't I use a piece of wood to jar open my door? Hanemili eichad de'ikah tzorech Kli Olav. The Gemara comes here with a brand new concept. We actually had it a bunch of times. But a new concept in Mukta. A new type of Mukta called Mukta Machmas Gufoy. Not Klishim Alachtalis or Lutzor Gufoy, but Mukta Machmas Gufoy. It's so Mukta, it's Mukta because of itself. Like a piece of dirt, like a stone, and like this piece of wood that has no, it doesn't serve anything. Right now, this piece of wood is not a Kli. If it's a kli, great. You're not talking about you're taking a wooden dish and throwing it to the fire. You're taking a wooden, uh, just a piece of broken wood. That's not a kli. And therefore it's muktza machmas gufoy. Says the Gemara. But what's the connection? You're telling me the reason this piece of wood is muktza on Yantav is because it's muktza on Shabbos. And I have to be careful. Because it's Muktzah on Shabbos, let's make it, let's make it Muktzah on Yantav. Again, this is, this is a loss prevention thing. You have a bunch of fruit, and it's about to rain, and it's going to ruin the fruit. So I could take, Leiv, I got your email, Yishkoyach, beautiful email. Maybe I'll read it tomorrow, Be'ezer Hashem. So, I take the, the fruit, and I put it right through the skylight. On Shabbos, I cannot do that. On Yontav I could. Oh, but I have to be geyser, one for the other. Whatever is also on Shabbos should be also on Yontav. Now, 
Now the Gemara just takes it to the other direction. Umila Gezrinan, Vosnan, but on the other, on the flip side, what's going on here? Ein ben Yontif l'Shabbos Eloich Nefesh Bovad. There's no difference between Shabbos and Yontif, only food. And now you're telling me there is a difference. Is there a difference? No difference. We have to understand the skylight situation. Omer Rabbi Yosef Leikasha. Horeb Leza Horeb Yeshua. The Sanya, we had this sugi just a number of days ago. Oisev has been it's usher to shecht a mother and her offspring on the same day. They fell into a pit. What do I do? They're both screaming in pain. I can't take them out because they're mukta. One of them is mukta. One of them I can shecht, one of them I can. I take out one. Rebbe Lezer is machmer. He says, leave one in there. Just feed him. Rebbe Shuoi mer malas harisho namanasa shachto. You make a trick ha haroma venishoyichtoi. You pretend you want one, and then you say, wait a minute, I want the other steak. Umaru umalas hasheni. Rotzes hashoyichet. Rotzes hashoyichet. So, what's the connection? The connection is because Rebbe Shua is mekel when it comes to yantiv. So if he's mekel, maybe he's the one that says that you're allowed to put fruit through a, a skylight, and typically, and on Shabbos you can't. Says the Gemara, Mimai, what's the connection? In a pit, The reason why Rebelez is very machmir, because I have a way not to be Michal Yantav, just give the food to the animal, just feed him while he's in the pit. He doesn't like it, too bad. You'll take him out after Yantav, but not, nothing's going to happen to him. He's not going to die. But over here by a skylight, there's no concept I could be in fairness, I could get a. If, <coughs> excuse me, if. I don't put these fruits into my house, they're going to get ruined by the rain. Inami, or let's take it the reverse. Over there, I could do harama, I could do trickery. I could say, I want one animal, then I take the other animal. But in the case of the skylight, not. It's we're going according to Bissel. That's why Bissel is going to say you're allowed to use the skylight on Yantif. This not. We're turning the daf, sponsored by Fischl, the famous Fischl, official catering, so listen to this. According to Bishama, you're not allowed to carry on Yantif. We're so used to carrying on Yantif. You take your machzer, the shul, da da da. Bissel say, Hoyl, mitoich. Enedam shashira elamitoich simcha. You take a. No, no shaykhis. That was from last night. You take a. If you could take food and carry it, you could take a, a machzer and carry it. Huh? What did you say, Avi? I didn't hear. I said ADD. Mm-mm. I was just, uh, I was trying to be funny for one person. That was it. It was stupid. So, according to Bisham, I cannot even carry a lulav ayantav. Forget about uh, your, your machzer. A lulav that I need for shul. A cotton. A sevetayra, nothing. Or basil matirim. Oh, so these basil that say you're allowed to be mat, you're allowed to carry al yantiv. So you're allowed to carry the food through the skylight. Says Gemara, and the Shabbos will be Wait a minute, Bishama, we're talking about carrying on Shabbos. They never spoke about touching muktz on Shabbos. Says Gemara, I mean, the whole reason why. The whole thing of making all things muktzah, and then it was all because they were carrying, right? They had these piles of hay that they were carrying. So tiltal muktzah is because of itzah, so it's one of the same. Okay, so skylight is basilel, and memela, it's mutter, 
when you say Skylar is us or, or other things, we're Madame and Shabbos, that goes according to Bishaman. Says the Gemara, Vav Rav Sover Lelahad the Rava. Rav holds like Rava, the Muksa Machmas, Klishim Malachtil Isser, a hammer, a, a tool that typically is designed for Asr Malacha. You're allowed to use it, let's say, Gufai Umekaimai. If I have a, a mutter of Malacha or I want to get it off the table, mutter. Why? Dama Rav, Rav says, Mar. Mar is a hoe, a shovel. Shaloi, so what's a shovel? Muktza, it's a klisha malach de liser. Shaloi ganev, if I want to move it so it shouldn't be stolen, zel tiltel shaloi litzarech vaser, then it's aser. So what does that mean to us? That means, ah, loss prevention, aser to move. But everything else, litzarech gufai, litzarech mekaimai, mutter. Taima, shaloi ganev, aval litzarech gufai, litzarech mekaimai, mutter. Aini, wait a minute, that's not what Rav holds. Rav Kahana shows up at Rav's house. And Rav says, Now whatever Rav says has a lot of deep meaning. And he said, bring Rav Kahana a trap. A trap is mukta. Now there are no chairs available. And he sees Rav Kahana showing up and he says, listen, get him something, get him, get him a trap. So what was he trying to say? He was most likely trying to hint us, I'm allowed to use a trap for a chair. Why? And at the same time, he's trying to say, Bring him a trap, meaning, he didn't say, Go, go get him a chair. Bring him a trap because it's a Lisser. And I want to tell you that is only mutter if I have a good purpose for it, not if I need its place. So don't tell me that Rav holds that I'm allowed to move a klishim malach delisser even for its place. Says Gemara, No, he was saying, move it away. And what's moving away? Not bring it here. Take it away. It's taking up too much space. I need Rav Kana to sit down. Moving away is called l'tzarech mekaymai. And you see that you're allowed to do l'tzarech mekaymai. Viva Yisem, another pshat is, hasam mecham It happens to be the trap or sitting in the sun. So Rav didn't want people to think that you're allowed to move a trap, which is a klishim without iser, from the sun into the shade. So what did he say? He said, move it from the sun to the shade because it's a tzarek gufay. Not because I'm trying to do a loss prevention, but because I actually need it for Rav Kahana. Rav Mari Barachel, the famous Mari Barachel, we always talk about him, that his father was a guy who kidnapped his mother. So it's called, he's called after his mother's name, Mari Barachel. He had a felt pillow. They were sitting in the sun. Now what is a pillow? Can I move it out of the sun? Loss prevention. What does Rava hold? Yes. I can move a klisha malachti but a klisha malachti even to out of the sun. So it comes to Rava. Can I, can I move it? Sorry, 100%. But wait a minute, I have so many pillows at home. Now what should Rava tell him? Rava should tell him, so what if you have a lot of pillows? You let him move it anyway. But Rava wanted to play with him. Rava wanted to say, okay, you know what? You want to play this game with me? You, you hold the saucer? You have, you have guests. You could use it for... Islay, nami olarchim... I have enough pillows even for my guests. Omele, you know what? I had enough of you. 
I chap already. You, you're coming to me, I'm Rava. You're telling me the Svaras of Rabba. So go to Rabba, what do you want from me? You come to me, I hold this pillow's mutter. So therefore, Lekuli Almashari, the entire world could move this pillow, Lididach Asir, and for you it's Asir. Now let's see Rashi inside. Kid the Rabba Svirlach. Da'amar Mechamel Asir. So you hold, like Rabba, that to go from the sun to the shade is Asir. Anaklishim Lachti Leheter. Says Rashi. And this is how we pass him today. You're allowed to move a pillow, a cup, a, a spoon from the sun into the shade on Shabbos. Or to prevent, you're worried that somebody's going to steal your cups, your cheers. Somebody stole my two cheers outside. If anybody knows where they are, please let me know. So you're allowed to move it into a, a place to save it. So a hammer, a screwdriver on Shabbos, you'll have to use them to open up a nut and to move it away because it's on my table, it's on my chair, it's on my bed, I'm allowed to move. However, but something that's you have a fan outside, whatever it is, a bike, if it's a mukta, you're not allowed to move it, that it shouldn't be stolen. Says the Gemara, We've never been so behind ever. But there's always Matzah Shabbos. A sweeper to sweep off your table made out of cloth. It's not Muktzah, it's Kli. But a regular broom. It's a Kli. Why? Because you mash with gumais. In those days, the floors were made out of dirt. You mash with gumais. Says the Gemara, what's the what's the situation? If you're telling me that I need the place, or I'm doing another melacha, I need to beat somebody up with the with the broom. It's a, an important thing. But what? So you're not allowed to use a regular broom. If it, you have a good tzarech or the makom, you're allowed to move a klishim melachta leiser. Loss prevention. That's awesome. What? So what does Rabbi Loza hold? That uh, uh, the one that, that, that's um, the, regular, the regular broom, that's a klishim al he's going to hold your ladder move for loss prevention? No one in the world holds that your ladder move a klishim al for loss prevention. We're talking about loss prevention. Not his mechulek, that you could move it out, no, you can't move it. You can't move Mechamel Tzel. Bottom line is, the Shulchan Aruch, the Mechaber says that a broom is a Klishim Lach Teleser. You're not allowed to move it on Shabbos. The Ramah, sorry, he says, it's a Klishim Lach Teleser and you're allowed to. The Ramah says it's Aser, but the, the Bir Halacha says that our houses that have tiles, there's no dirt, there's no Mashvigumais, as we had in the other sugya, Memela, in our days, it's a Klishim Lach Teleser, and you're allowed to move a broom on Shabbos, says the Bir Allah. What do we do? A few more minutes. Let's do a few more minutes. Whoever wants to go could go and look it up on YouTube. All vessels that you're allowed to move on Shabbos, if the pieces, if it breaks into pieces, you're allowed to carry these pieces. provided you So if you could do any kind of milach with it. So let's say you have a giant bowl that breaks. 
So I could, I could scrape something with it, whatever, I could do something. I don't necessarily have to put things in it like you used to do, any melacha. Shivri areva lechaziz ben pilchavis. So we have a picture for this. This is a broken shard over here. I cover this battle. A broken, a broken piece of glass, I cover this thing over here. It's flat. But it, that's not what it was designed to do. But that's okay, so I can move it. Shivri areva lechaziz ben pilchavis. Shivri lechaziz ben pilchavis. It's not true. It has to be able to do something similar to what it was designed for. So therefore, Shivri Areva, broken pieces of a bowl, lots of glutoyo mikvah, to put some food in there, porridge or whatever. Why do you have a glass vessel? To put oil in it. Omar, Okay, fine. We'll stop here. We don't have a choice because it's kind of a long sugya. We will have to have Siat the Shemaya. And uh, you know what? Tomorrow, tomorrow I'll just start a couple minutes earlier with the emails so that at 7.15 we can go straight into the sugya. We'll have a couple more minutes. And Be'ez Hashem, we will catch up. By Sunday we'll be where we need to be. Rabbi Yisai, have a wonderful day. Noam, a shtickle to Hillen, please. Shkoyach, everybody. Shkoyach. Thank you. Thank you.